real faith, Jesus the center, real life, real people, making conversation simple. Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining us today. We are so glad that you're here and you have made the decision to flip on that radio if you're listening to us on the radio right now or on your phone or you're just sitting in your truck just about to feel the presence of God and His peace. And if you've been listening to us, you know that we have really been talking lately about hope and peace. And right now in this world, there's so much going on and you may not be feeling peace right now. You may be in a situation where you're going through something you really have not gone through before and you're feeling that trouble. I just want to remind you here that God is your peace. He himself is your peace. And Jesus proclaims peace over you. And he wants you not to be troubled. Let your heart not be troubled. Stay in his perfect peace. So today I brought in a special guest, a friend of mine, who will share how she has found peace, even in the storms of life, in these hardest times and trouble that she went through over a year ago. And now she's here to tell you about how she found her peace and who her peace is. So before we get started, I want to invite you to sit back relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus and he will bring the Bible to life for you. Let me lead us in a word of prayer and we'll get started. Oh dear Heavenly Father, we just know and believe that you are our peace and we know this peace that passes all understanding, this perfect peace because we are relying on you, we're resting in you Lord and we thank you for your peace. And Lord, I just want to pray today that there's someone out there that hears this message that Candy is going to be sharing today that would just help them, whatever they're going through, realize that all things are possible with God and He will be there and be their perfect peace. So Lord, we praise you and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Peace is something that is possible. We are going to have problems in this world, and we do, but peace is something that God will bring us. So I want to introduce you to somebody that wants to share how she found peace, even in a hard time in her life. And now that peace is growing every day and that relationship with Christ that she found through the struggle. And just even more so today than ever is just bringing her peace. So um, I want to introduce Candy Wilhite. How are you, Candy? I'm good. How are you this morning? Good. Good, good. to see you. Yes, ma'am. You're, You're too. always too. so smiling every time I see you. you have that beautiful smile <laughs> oh, on your well, face. Thank you. Thank you. And I love your shirt. Uh, you have a shirt on today that says, Perhaps you were created for such a time as this. Yes. And that's from Esther 414. What does yes. that mean to you? Um, I just feel like with my breast cancer struggle that you know, there's a reason why I went through this and Mm -hmm. I may never know this side of heaven why, but I just hope to be that encouragement to others and everything. And so I wore this shirt specifically for today. Oh, you did? With intentions. With intentions. Yes, ma'am. So, um, just, 
I mean, I, I don't know why I uh-huh. um, had breast cancer or anything, but I just want to use this struggle to share with others just God's peace. I mean, mm-hmm. I could not have gone through this journey without Him. And to be on the other side of it and to still be able to see my children grow and everything and just to be involved in, you know, everything that they're involved in and just... It's amazing. So it is amazing. So let's start. You know, you mentioned you had breast cancer. So yes, let's ma'am. start from the beginning. So um, you found out that you had breast cancer. How long ago? Um, it was March of 2021. Um, I had a well. Whenever I found it, I had a newborn at home. She was my fourth, okay. and um, I'd had found a lump and everything. And I just mentioned it at my six weeks post-op and my doctor's like, well, let's go ahead and get this checked out. And, um, so he wasn't thinking much about it, but just to be on the cautious side. Um, so whenever I went in and then they took me, you know, I had my mammogram and then of course I'm late 30. So I wasn't into the yearly mammogram schedule yet. Right. And then whenever I had the mammogram and then was called back for a biopsy and never, still not thinking, just being naive about it, not thinking that, oh, I've got cancer. Right. You know, there's no way. Um, and so I was, she was two months old whenever I was diagnosed, like right at two months old. And um, mm. whenever I found out, I still was just in this disbelief about it. I remember the doctor telling me, you know, laying it out. This is the kind you have, or this, you know, this so far, this is what we know. And, um, but we've got to get you in for surgery in a week and a half. Like her surgeon was coming in and I had a week and a half to process all this. Oh, wow. With a so, newborn at home with and three new- other children and all those hormones raging yes, and just everything. Yes, I can't ma'am. imagine. It was almost like surreal. Did you feel like it was a cloud? Like this is not really happening. I felt like every day waking up from a, a bad dream. Like, oh, is yeah. this really me? Is this really happening? And I kind of just stayed surface level about it for a while and my husband's like doing all this research and why aren't you you know researching into it and it's just kind of like I don't want to know right and so then I did you know go down that rabbit hole and didn't want to know still kind of thing um but um a week and a half like I said a week and a half after being diagnosed I was in surgery to have a single mastectomy and um some lymph nodes removed and stuff but then I remember the night before my surgery, I, well, let me backtrack a little bit. The night, the beginning of the year, God laid it on my heart to read the Bible. So the beginning before you yes, were diagnosed. before all this, like January 1st. Or actually, wow. I think I started a couple days before uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. But I started reading the Bible in a year. The night before my surgery, it was David and Goliath. Really? Yes, that is no coincidence. <laughs> Not we're going to talk a lot about that because okay. you've told me that there had been a lot of messages from God, and you're like, Jill, this is not a coincidence. So there's right. not a coincidence, That's number right. one. A God, That's right. We'll call him, how about we call him like God winks? Right, I love that. I okay, love that so there's a God wink. And yes, so ma'am. why do you think you st- you were on that passage, David and Goliath? Would I, I just, that, and that was just, you know, you had the date and you had the passage mm-hmm. there, and that was planned that long ahead of time yes. and everything and um, so your giant at the time was right, this cancer was this cancer and god was going to help you yes ma'am like david so, you know right. with the power of the holy spirit within you because yes, you were a christian right already right. you you yes, had ma'am. really strong in your faith okay right. yes ma'am. continue the story so um so i knew going into it like this is my goliath you know mm-hmm. and i was not even nervous like I mean, I was about to have this major procedure done, and I just had this piece about me. 
And I mean, I remember sitting in pre-op with my husband and we're laughing and talking and I'm smiling and all the nurses coming in and I'm just, you know, not even nervous at all. And I'm, I knew at that moment that that was a piece that only God could give. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, like I was more, you know, not, I would say anxious, but that's not the right term, but leaving my kids at home and not being home. Like I said, I had this newborn and three mm-hmm. older kids that um, I wasn't going to be with for a night, you know, but, and then going back home and not able to do my usual with them, not being able to lift up my baby and everything like I w- would normally do. So that so, was a piece from God. I mean, I can't oh, even imagine, first of all, hearing the, the news you have cancer. Right. It's and then we're going to have to do surgery in a week. So obviously mm-hmm. you knew, okay, the doctor's concerned. Right. They're trying to get me in. we got to get this. It must right. have been aggressive. And so, right. But at any point were you angry I or wasn't. questioning why? Never. Never. And I mean, it's just, I don't know. I never was angry at him. And looking back, I just, I never felt that, you know, I just knew. Yeah. I mean, I was upset. I mean, that's, and nervous about it and everything, Mm -hmm. but just to know that God was with me and I just literally visualized myself handing this all over to him and like, okay, here you go. And I mean, I've just felt so much peace. I love how you said that because that's what you did that helped you find that peace is you mm-hmm. let it go. You mm-hmm. gave it to God and he wants to take all of our burdens, right? He does. all of our concerns, all of our worries. One of right. my favorite scriptures I'll just read because it reminds me of this. It's from Philippians four mm-hmm. verses six and seven. You probably know this very well. Mm-hmm. Do not be anxious about anything, mm-hmm. but in everything by prayer mm-hmm. and supplication with thanksgiving, right. let your requests be known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Right. And I know, Candy, that you did that. You prayed because mm-hmm. you said you let it go. So that's part of that prayer to God. And, and you gave everything to God. And you were thankful. I mean, right. for your husband being there, for whoever was there, mm-hmm. your family, to take mm-hmm. care of your children while you mm-hmm. were gone. For the doctors, for the nurses, you were in good hands. And, right. And then you had... You know, that peace, like you said, you can't Mm -hmm. even describe it. It just was a settled peace. Right. It was. And it was so amazing. And to, like, I wasn't going to share anything on Facebook about it, you know, just kind of keep it to myself. And somebody had offered to, a good friend had offered to start a meal train. Oh, how sweet. And so then, you know, I kind of had to say something about it. But just to know the amount of people, I'm so thankful for all those that not only contributed to the meal train, but just also prayed for me. And just everywhere I turned, I mean, I remember being at one of my kids' ball games after my surgery, and a friend of mine stopped me, and she goes, "Can I pray for you?" I'm right there at the ball games. <laughs> so, oh, I love um, that. So, if so, you're listening and and you hear what Candy's saying, prayer does make a difference. It does. And it does. when people are going through hard times like that, with mm-hmm. cancer or death of a loved one mm-hmm. or whatever, it loss of a job or, or just anything. That prayer makes a difference. And so it I'm does. glad you said that because right. we all need to be more proactive in right. praying with people and, mm-hmm. and and doing that because you felt all those prayers. Right. And to feel that those prayers, I mean, to literally feel the prayers is just, it's mm-hmm. surreal. And mm-hmm. to know that, you know, people are praying on your behalf and just to feel that peace that comes from that. Mm-hmm. So it's just amazing. Okay, so let's talk about you had the surgery, mm-hmm. and okay, let's talk about you get home and were you tired and weary? I was. 
I was. Um, my mother-in-law came, stayed with us a couple mm-hmm. weeks, and mm-hmm. just because I mean, I had this newborn, I couldn't lift even, and I could have her sit in my lap. But and to me, that was so hard. I mean, just to mm-hmm. not be able to. I felt at first kind of like I can't even take care of my child like I right. should, you know, like a mother should. But I'm just so thankful for all the family and friends that came in, and they all, you know, my parents and all, they all kind of rotated shifts and, mm-hmm. and and helped and stuff. But did you have some tears? And cry emotions. Oh yes. So it's okay, right, to cry. You right. know, God catches our tears and saves mm-hmm. our tears in His bottle. There's a right. scripture about that that mm-hmm. I love, and it's okay to have those times. In fact, you know, a good cry can help. Right. I found right. that you know, just let it all out and right. give it to God. How about sleeping? Did you sleep okay? Did you have trouble getting comfortable um, and resting? Not was a lot going through your mind. And, right. I mean, I'm sure you were in some physical pain, too. Right, right. Um, it was. It took a big adjustment and everything like that first night. And the next day, I couldn't even lift my arm to cut my food up. I mean, oh, like my husband you. was having to cut my food up. And, mm-hmm. you know, you feel so helpless sometimes. Mm-hmm. But just... You know, within just a few days, I started regaining strength, and I pushed myself to my limits. Like, I knew my limit and everything, Mm -hmm. but I would just push myself a little bit more and a little more every day. Mm -hmm. And your faith, you would say, grew stronger through this. Oh, definitely. Like, day by day. Definitely. Definitely. Did you ever feel like, though, kind of like an attack sometimes? Like, the enemy might try to put things in your mind that weren't true, those lies that he wants us to believe because oh, yes. you were doing so well and you did right. have the peace of Christ right. with you. Right. I think just anytime, you know, you have tests coming up or anything like I just had a um, test, a mammogram done on Tuesday on the other side and just that little bit of fear tries mm-hmm. to get in there. And I thought, no, no, God's got this. It's right. going to be okay. Right. So. He really does. In fact, mm-hmm. in the Bible, did you know, I learned this, that there there's over 365 mentions of do not be afraid, mm-hmm. fear not in the Bible. Yes, like ma'am. one for every day. I know. I so just think that's That's amazing. so important because God knows we will go through those times, you know, that we have a little fear, maybe creep up. But right. I like how you said you just said, okay, I'm not going to go there. Right. One of my favorite Psalms is from Psalm 4 and it's verse 8. And it says, in peace, I will both lie down and sleep. Mm-hmm. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. And I have found that at night, that's when usually mm-hmm. it's things go through your mind, your worries and all. And he just wants us to just sleep and just rest in peace right. and not have those things worry us. But I'm right. sure for you, knowing, okay, I have a test coming up mm-hmm. of this procedure. I mean, it didn't just end at that surgery. Right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, this has been an ongoing thing for uh, a year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> so. so take us back. Okay, you're back, and you had the first surgery, mm-hmm. and then you went for your first test. Was the cancer gone? Well, um, tell us. actually, about. before then, I remember going back for my post-op appointment with mm-hmm. my doctor. Mm-hmm. And you are talking about crying a while ago. And she told me, okay, this is the kind that we found in surgery, you know, from your mm-hmm. uh, pathology. This is the kind that we found. And um, you're going to have to go through chemo, and it's going to be really aggressive chemo and this and that. I remember walking out of her office, and I just broke down. I mean, Aww. my husband just held me, and I just broke down. But we were about to go to lunch with, you know, some family and stuff. So I'm like, okay, i got to put on my strong face. I've got this. And went on to lunch with a smile on my face. I mean holding these burdens and mm-hmm. inside and um yeah I remember I remember them asking me about well what are you gonna have to do and I was just trying to nonchalant just talk about you know this is the what, basics the basics mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so was there a scripture that was real important to you at the time um, getting through 
Well, the whole time Isaiah 41.10 followed me throughout my whole path, like it just kept coming up. It says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And so many times just I visualize myself being at his right hand, like him literally Mm. sitting there next to me, especially going through treatment and everything just him just there next to me, like a friend sitting beside me. Oh, know? Candy, I love that. So. I love that. And he's always with us. He is. He and is. you saw that so real in your life. I did. I did. Yeah. And so, okay, so you went through the chemo. Did you have any side effects from it? Um, Was it hard on your body? It was hard just because, like, my kids are so, like, I have three older kids, you mm-hmm. know, and they're so involved in different things. And, like, my very first treatment the next weekend was my daughter's dance recital. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. And you wanted to be there. I wanted to be and there. And did you go? I did. And she actually was a five-year dancer that year. So we went up on stage and presented her with flowers. And Aww. I mean, That's I remember special. that morning, like I was having some bone pain and just some nausea and everything. So I kind of loaded up on medicine and was like, okay, God, you got to get me through this. You know, mm-hmm. it's a long weekend of everything um, with her recital and uh I mean, everything went off great. And And that reminds me of a scripture, Philippians Mm 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And you had his strength with you that day. He did. And always, Always. but especially that day you need, you know, you called upon, Lord, help Mm -hmm. me. And did you feel okay? You said you were able to go up on stage. I was. And, oh, that's I was, just God. <laughs> like I was more nervous about, well, is my hair going to fall off that soon before I know? <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Well, let's talk okay. about that because I know that, you know, you, you shared with me before you got here that one of the hardest things was losing your hair. Right. Talk about that because there's right. probably someone listening that has been through that or know someone that right. has, has been through that. Um that time, tell us a little bit about that. And did God right. reveal a message to you that helped you? He did. Um, the, that To me, that was an, an really hard. To me, that was wor- harder to me than the surgery of having mm. loose, to lose my mm-hmm. hair and everything. So I wanted to make that decision first to cut my hair off. And, you know, that way I didn't have big, I would always have long hair, you know, mm-hmm. to have big chunks of hair losing it and everything. So, um I set up with a friend of mine who is my beautician as well, and we planned it, and I had my mom and my aunt and um, my two middle children there, and my oldest daughter actually got to help like cut off my hair and everything, you know, but to me, the night before, I just remember bawling in the shower. I was just mm. washing my hair like for the last time and just, mm. just bawling in there. It was so hard because that's such an outward appearance that people see, mm-hmm. and um so whenever I went in, though, to have my hair cut off, and I mean, I, I shaved it. It was short. Like, you could barely see it kind of thing. Um, my beautician and, and friend, she had on a shirt that says, Be still, and know that I'm God. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I needed this, you know. Yes. Like, there, to me, there was a big sign. You know, I needed this. I needed that peace, that comfort. And every picture, looking back that day. And that day, I had so much peace about me. And looking back, like, it was we're all smiles in the picture and everything. Mm-hmm. And just, it and it me. didn't matter that you didn't have hair because it it's 
God doesn't see the outward appearance. Right. He looks at the heart. Right. And and your heart was glowing with with that peace and that joy. Mm-hmm. And I would just want to say, sitting here now, your hair is beautiful. Thank you. It's coming back. <laughs> yes, and it's shiny and healthy. And so, see, he well, his promises are real. You had to go through that hard time. Right. But right. you you have your hair again, and I know yes. you probably like appreciate I now. Know. It's like you know, I, I know. never have a bad hair day. I know. <laughs> you know, I, I joke. I'm like, it's a little poofier than I'm used to, but it's coming back. I'm yeah, like, yeah. So. Is it coming back curlier with it more waves? I've never had curls. <laughs> oh, so you don't even have to attend to it. That's that's, right. that's neat. That's right. Well, that's a beautiful story, and you know, I. I also want you to share a little bit about the social media posts. Like, especially okay. there's one that you put on Facebook about after you got, I guess, your first year diagnosis that everything was good. Talk right. about that when okay. you got some good news. Right. You know, that, right. Yay, yes. It's working. Yes. Um, well, throughout my whole journey, I tried to, you know, I would post a scripture and a picture and like every treatment I went through, you know, we're on number one, we're on number six and uh-huh. this and that. And um, your journey, my whole journey. Yes. yes I, I documented it on Facebook and just to share God's word with others, just to be, I prayed from the very beginning. I was like, Lord, you know, if I'm going through this, use me as an encouragement to others, whether they're going through breast cancer or going through something else. And how many people he's put in my lives? I mean, I've made so many new friends. That's I, so awesome. I hate the circumstance, obviously, but just let me be that encouragement to them, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so that post you're talking about, I had um, gone in for some tests and everything, got a good mammogram and MRI result, and um, I had I'd posted on there about God's peace, and I, I had on my new shirt because I just gotten it from ringing the bell, my mm-hmm. last cancer or my last chemo treatment. And uh, says, I can fight cancer. Well, and I put on there, but not without God. Like, you have to have Him. And throughout the whole journey, I've met so many new people during treatment and everything that know God. But then you meet those that don't. And it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And just to see the despair that they have and kind of woe is me. But just to, you know, try to be that encouragement to them and just pray for them. I mean... You know, whether you do it out loud visually with them or just, you know, to yourself, mm-hmm. just pray for them and everything. So my very first treatment, um, this is God putting people in your paths and when he knows you need it. My very first treatment, I was so nervous. Like my husband, whenever, because COVID restrictions, you can't have anybody back there with you. That's right. And um, yeah. so I remember when they called me back and I went through that door and he's going through the other oh. door and we're looking at each other like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was so nervous. And um but I sat down, and there was a man sitting catty corner to me. Like, some of us, you could kind of see each other and everything. And um, we got to talking, and he wasn't even having, like, a chemo treatment. His was his potassium was low or something, mm-hmm. and he had to come in. For so he, the infusion. For the infusion. Mm-hmm. And um, he lived in Mineola, and they'd sent him to Longview where I went. And he um, was a Gideon. And we got to talking, and he you know, asked where I was from and this and that. He had been in our church. At before and knew some of the same people that I've known for years and stuff. And um, he just talked to me the whole time. And oh, I mean, it how was just wonderful because you so needed crazy. that person just I to did. talk because it takes your mind off of it, it when does. you can talk to someone else and mm-hmm. hear their story and, and be right. encouraged. And that first treatment was like five and a half hours or something that I had to sit yes. there and just to pass most of that time with him. And then Aww. before he left, he prayed for me. Of course. And How sweet. I wish I, I can't remember his name for nothing, but just 
God was, put him there. God put him there. Mm-hmm. And I knew that for a fact. And, you know, I just wish I could go back now and say thank you. Just, well, maybe he's listening. Know, you never know. know. So, so whoever you were who right. helped Candy that day, right. thank you. And Definitely. we thank are you. to be those people. And it's okay that you don't know his name because God that's not what's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was about he was was a messenger from God that he day. You, God knew was. you needed someone yes, to help because your husband couldn't be there right. like normal. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. so had you met a lot of other women with breast cancer that you've become right. friends with that y'all have encouraged each other? Because that's important right. too. It is. It is. Finding pe- your people that have been through it that you yes, can kind of help. Do y'all have a support group? We or do. On- um, oh, tell us about yes. that. Yes. Actually, a friend of mine, we met at um, the hospital. Mm-hmm. She was going back for some tests and I was going back for some different tests, but we were sitting there waiting. And it was right before... Um, I lost my hair. I started losing my hair. And I noticed she was sitting there. She had her ball cap on and no hair. And I, I started asking her. And sure enough, she had breast cancer. Well, we had the same kind of breast cancer. Oh. And yeah. um, whereas I had my surgery first and then chemo, she had had chemo and then surgery. And um, so we, and she's from, you know, the next town over. And so we were just talking through things and, and uh, or we exchanged numbers that day and just talked ever since then. And um, she she and I actually started a Facebook page because, you know, you have all these national pages. And I had somebody tell me, I mean, just message me out of the blue and um, about it. And she's like, I saw you like locally from this national page that I went to join whenever I was diagnosed. And so I was like, you know, her and I were talking, we're like, we need to pray about this. Like we need a local support group. And so we did. And it's just, um, it's called Treasured Chest of Northeast Texas. Oh, wow. And we've got a Facebook page, but we just, you know, add people that we we meet along the way because God's going to always place people in your life and everything. But um, we just offer encouragement and prayers, support. If anybody has any questions or concerns or anything, like that's just a place locally that they, mm-hmm. you know, the surrounding towns and stuff that they can go to. Just think, if you wouldn't have had cancer, you wouldn't have like met right. all these people, right. been able to help people and encourage people, you know, through social media, through that page. Right. Right. Look at the beautiful things that God will do, even through the the hard times and the struggle. He turns what we feel like is not good to something so beautiful. And I, I I bet you that you have encouraged so many people. What do you have a story Mm -hmm. from someone that's connected with you on that page, maybe that, um, or just anything that someone maybe shared with you that's helped you? this journey well i have a friend actually a classmate the friend of mine from high school and um classmate and she was diagnosed a couple years ago and she since has moved off to houston and everything Mm -hmm. but she was one of the first people i thought of because i thought you know we're in our late 30s going Mm -hmm. through this like Mm -hmm. why but um i reached out to her and she just was such an encouragement and um we still occasionally message back and forth and everything and actually her she has a different kind than i do and so whenever i find somebody like i just had um another girl that i know or another lady has a different kind than me and i'm like let me put you in contact with her and because she's such a good christian as well and just Mm -hmm. you know knows the spirit of god in her and everything and so um, she actually just got clearance from MD Anderson. I mean, so. oh wow, that's so, awesome! Yes. So tell us where you are right now. Are you cancer free? I am cancer free. Um, actually, about this week is a, a, a year from whenever I received my letter from my first post op mammogram. From, Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. <laughs> Thank you for sharing no. again. Yes, ma'am. And encouraging so, people. 
Yes. So um, I am cancer free. I had um, clear mammogram the other day. I've got an MRI coming up, but you know, I'm not concerned about it. I went through uh, six rounds of chemo and then finished out a year with 11 more treatments of a targeted medicine. Um, so this past June, I had my port taken out. And to me, that was oh, like free closing of that chapter. You oh, know? yes. So what, how amazing. How did you celebrate? Oh, uh, we went out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yes. Took the whole family. Yes, no ma'am. tears. No tears. A lot tears of, of joy. Smile. Tears, tears of, joy. of joy. Yes. So I remember opening that letter um, um, from, from that test and everything and just happy tears, you know. So, oh, yes. Well, your story is so encouraging. And I know there's somebody out there, whether you're going through breast cancer, another type of cancer, just mm-hmm. anything. There's so much, you know, tribulation that can happen in this world. But God wants us to know that He is our peace. And if you read John 16, 33, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And you have seen that, and you just have been a perfect example of how we can handle these things that come to us. Because... Not because of you, right? but because right. of God. We give because all God. the glory to oh, God. It's yes, not ma'am. us. It's mm-hmm. not you. It's not mm-hmm. his people. It's God. And he just is just so real in, in your life. He is. He is. And actually, you read John 16, That's the verse I've sitting here and found. Uh, no way. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. So, so each treatment, whenever I sat down, the very first thing I would do just to give me that peace about it and that comfort I would sit there and just write out scriptures that I had saved on my phone and come across and everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I have half a notebook full of scripture. And that's the exact one that I was oh, pulling out. Oh, wow. Well, read. That, so, so read it to us again. Okay. John 16, 33 says, In this world you have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Mm. And to me, that's just such a comfort to know that this is not our battle. I mean, we hand it over to God and He is on our side. That's right. Just like David and Goliath. Yes, ma'am. There's no giant too big when you have God. That's exactly And the power of the Holy Spirit in you and and Jesus Mm -hmm. with you. Is there anything else you would like to share before we close? And I so thank you for coming today. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. So just in times of trouble and everything, just it's hard as us as humans to not be fearful, to not be anxious about it, no matter how big our giant is, but just to turn it over to him. Like I said, I visually, I mean, I visualize myself literally handing it to him and I'm just a visual person, but I think that just helps. And to, to see his opening hands, you know, Mm -hmm. just take that burden from us and just to know that he is right beside us always. I mean, no matter our good days, our bad days, and just praise Him on your good days as much as you do your hard days. Mm-hmm. So. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for leaving us with that. And we just thank you, Lord, for yes, your peace. Lord, you. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you so much. And you are our peace. And we thank you. We know that you have overcome the world. And we know you're with us. And we don't have to worry. Lord, help us to hand over these things that are troubling us. And to take heart. To take heart because you have overcome the world. We thank you, and we love you, and we praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember... 
Every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2022. All rights reserved.